Welcome, everyone. This is Russ Gausel, Chronicles of the End Times. I hope you're doing well today, seeking the Lord and reading His Word. Because, folks, we are in that moment that we've been talking about for 2,000 years. I've been teaching on Bible prophecy for almost 50 years. And sometimes we can become numb to the popular subjects of Israel, wars, the mark of the beast, the rapture. And so much has been written, so much has been talked about, that it's hard to get a grip on what's really going on around us and how close we are. Many Christians stay away from the book of Revelation. They stay away from the Old Testament, mostly read the New Testament. Many of those aren't reading or learning and studying the Word of God. So what kind of problems does that lead us to? And we are in a place where we need to be aware. So today we're going to talk about digital currency. And more importantly, we're going to talk about control. Control over social media, control over your money, control over what you say, and whether you are an enemy of the state. And we're going to try to put some flesh on the bones of the prophecies in Revelation. Now, a lot of people believe that the Antichrist is going to come on the scene and he's going to invent these things or he's going to be the one to develop these technologies. The Antichrist comes, he's just going to walk into a system that's all set up for him and has been intricately designed for his moment. We've been talking about it for years till our ears become numb, but we are there now. I'd like to play a little interview from Whitney Webb. She has written for several websites from 2017 to 2020, was a staff writer and a senior investigative reporter for Mint Press News. Let's listen to this short clip as Whitney talks about AI and the future of the Internet. So supposedly by 2025, generative AI like ChatGPT is going to produce like 96 or something percent of everything you read online, which means their uh, mainstream media journalists are going to be like completely replaced by <laughs> I think there have been some magazines that have been caught using ChatGPT to write their stories already. I think Sports Illustrated was one. Only going to get crazier. And so when you have AI both like producing and then curating, i.e. censoring, you know, everything, you know, then AI dominates the information environment. And whoever programs AI and stipulates like what information is okay and who isn't has like unprecedented control. And when you consider that most people today get their information from online or, you know, digital sources... That's unprecedented uh, control, not just how uh, the information that people like read and, and receive, but also, I mean, you're manipulating people, how people perceive reality. And that obviously translates into how people behave. And actually, uh, Henry Kissinger, who I'm sure, you know, died recently, he named as his heir, which is Eric Schmidt, the former Google CEO, wrote a book explicitly about that and how AI is basically going to uh, control how we perceive reality by taking control of online content in its entirety and that us becoming increasingly dependent on AI for everything is going to cognitively diminish people so that we won't be able to perceive reality or make sense of anything without AI doing it for us. People can't uh, control how they perceive reality. They're no longer capable of of critical analysis and thought. It's very easy to uh, decide what you do with people. I mean, I think the whole idea of getting a lot of people to like use chat GTP and all of this stuff is to lead us down this path that Kissinger and Schmidt, among others, 
uh, sort of are charting out for humanity. It becomes after a while a slippery slope where people are just having the computer tell them everything to do every step of their lives ends up becoming micromanaged to an extent. Um, And the idea is that AI through all the data that it absorbs about us knows so much about us. Some of these people say it knows us better than we even know ourselves. Um, You know, there's that allows for an unprecedented degree of manipulation. And the problem is, is that the people Uh, producing and programming AI and ultimately controlling AI and what it can do, do not have our best interests at heart. And it is not a good idea to basically hand them our brains in a bag. You got to love that line. Give them your brains in a bag. A lot of people are doing that already without AI. We are getting our news from social media, which is ridiculous. And there's so many people out there that are putting their opinion out that years ago never would have had that. They never would have gone through the channels of education and go through the channels of proper media to express themselves, right? Now we just get on there and we can say or do whatever we want. And we get a crowd around us. People hit the like button. Yeah, I think you're right. And those people aren't right. And they're not educated enough. Not to say that they're not intelligent. They just don't study the stuff they talk about. What's Paul tell us in Hebrews chapter 5 and 6? He tells us that we need to be sharp. We need to be reading the Word. Let's look at it. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's Word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Wow, that's a great line, right? Who through constant use of what? Constant use of the word, constantly being in the word and disseminating the word to others, they can distinguish good from evil. Later on in verse 9 of chapter 6, he says, Even though we speak like this, dear friends, We are confident of better things in your case, things that accompany salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end in order to make your hope sure. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Wow. So we have a duty to learn the Word of God and to get in the Word of God so we can discern good from evil and to make our hope sure. I would say that is important. So how does this all play out? We have great opportunities to minister to people and show them, like it says in Isaiah, God's glory is that He has already declared the future. Not only that, but we can warn them of what's to come. And we can do it in a loving, compassionate way, but we need to do it with knowledge. We all read in Revelation about the mark of the beast and how you won't be able to buy or sell without it. And we look at that as some futuristic thing, or sometimes it's hard to put flesh on those bones and really grasp it. I want you to listen closely to this next segment where Whitney talks about complete control. This should sound very familiar. Who owns AI, right? Uh, It's pretty much Silicon Valley company. So like even OpenAI, 
Sam Altman's thing, uh, that's essentially like owned by Microsoft, right? Microsoft, Google, Amazon, uh, Oracle, all of these companies essentially owning like almost everything. And all of those companies are contractors for the military and intelligence, right? Guess throw Palantir in the mix too. And uh, when you consider something like Palantir, they profile people. Palantir can profile like whether or not they deem you subversive or not. And what happens when AI gets access of that and gets put in control of things like humanitarian aid, like they're talking about doing, um, or in charge of, um, you know, the government itself, which is also talked about in the Schmidt Kissinger book. It gets complicated. So, you know, a lot of people have been talking about the coming sort of like social credit paradigm, for example. So what happens if there's a big crisis, uh, your country is like a war zone or the, the economy collapses and you're dependent on humanitarian aid or some sort of aid from the government or uh, some other group and there isn't enough for everyone, right? And so they decide, oh, well, it's fair to put super intelligent AI in charge of it. And then that AI is like, oh, well, this person's been very compliant and hasn't committed all of these thought crimes, but not you. Who is it going to decide to give the food rations to? Well, that should put a chill up your spine. Keep in mind that Whitney Webb, who you've just been listening to these short clips, is not a declared Christian that we know of, has no obvious axe to grind on the Christian side. She's just a very intelligent young woman who is in the mix of all this. She references the social credit system, which you may or may not know about. I, I did a podcast about it uh, several months ago. And basically, it's a national credit rating and a blacklist, actually, being developed by the government of China. It's already in use. And the social credit initiative calls for the establishment of a record system so that, you know, businesses and individuals and government institutions can be tracked and evaluated for their trustworthiness. Well, who makes that evaluation? That's something to think about. So why get into all this? So we go hide in a closet or maybe we should be like some of the uh, high tech giants who are building these fortresses underground. They seem to know what's coming. No, our job is to use this information to prepare ourselves and others for what's coming. And how do we prepare other people? We prepare them spiritually. What we can do physically and what you make up your mind to do with your finances or you're going to go out and buy Bitcoin or whatever you're going to do is something way out of my field of expertise. But what is the most important thing is where we are with Jesus where are our friends and neighbors and relatives with Jesus? Where's our church with Jesus? Not all churches are on fire for God and fulfilling the Great Commission. We're going to look into this a whole lot more in the coming podcasts. We're going to talk about a lot of this control that they're talking about putting on the Internet, about a digital ID that you'll have to put in. It's all built around the prevention of terrorism. Remember 2001, 9-11? I remember it clear. I was watching it from a bridge not too far from where I live, over the bay into Manhattan. That was when the Patriot Act was put into place, because we want to track these terrible people. And then we went into COVID, and the government got more control. And they're still talking about giving more control. Every time we go into one of these terrible events, security gets tighter, and we lose a little more of our privacy. 
Now, I'm going to end this with this statement. I do not believe that the world is salvageable. I believe people are. I believe that we can reach people and people can be changed and their lives can be changed forever. But the system is well on its way to what has been prophesied about it. And we're closer to it than many of us like to think. So that makes our commission even more important. It should go up the scale, maybe higher than our jobs, maybe higher than our other interests. Maybe we should move it up the ladder to the top spot instead of it just being an also ran. Let's all pray for strength and a new anointing from the Holy Spirit that we can reach as many people as possible, bear as much fruit for the kingdom of God as possible. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you, God, that you're so merciful and you're so kind. And no matter what the world system's doing, you're in the business of reaching people and changing their lives. Help us to be that. Help us to be everything we can be in you. And we'll give you all the thanks in Jesus' name. This is Russ Galsall for Chronicles of the End Times. Keep looking up. The King is coming. Mm-hmm.